We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Going on, welcome back to the DFS OGs podcast here on rotogrinders.com. Noto, shot, beer, back at it here, recapping all of our best bets for week three. A couple of these guys had some pretty good weeks. And looking ahead to week four, we get our first London game of the season. We'll cover Thursday night football. We'll give you a breakdown of each and every game. We are presented by our friends over at BetMGM. Make sure you're using promo code GRINDERS, risk-free bet, up to $1,000 to kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbook. Make sure you're signing up using that code GRINDERS. First risk, first wager, again, risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming or Ontario only must be 21 year older wager 19 or older in Ontario new customer offer all promotion subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance excludes Michigan disassociated persons please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800 next step in Arizona 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado DC Kansas Louisiana Nevada Wyoming or Virginia 1-800-270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, Please contact Connects Ontario 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states were prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. So once again, out of breath. So let me turn it over to my guys. Noda, we'll start with you. Week three in the books, some injuries, some crazy games. How'd week three treat you, my man? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, week three couldn't have gone any better outside of, uh, you know, winning a, a tournament. You know, Mac Holland saved my DFS rosters. My Jags beat up on the Chargers. Best bets were four and one. And then uh, my parting words for this podcast was uh, the Colts are going to pull off the upset. So, uh, yeah, if I could take, uh, you know, 15 more of those weeks, uh, I definitely will. 
And if I only want to listen, you know, I, I had to get stubborn, put the old survivor pick on the Chiefs. It was a tough week uh, last week to, to find a, a clear game. Should have just rode with chopping the Eagles. That, that one was certainly uh, within the realm of, of what I was looking at. Buffalo, another team I was considering. So survivor, just not my game. But you mentioned you went four and one last week. Chop also four and one in the best bet. So combined at eight and two here on the podcast, Chop. How was week three, my man? Uh, it was all right. It was not bad. I, I can't complain about it, but uh, I, I just, like, we're going to have to figure something out. Right? Maybe we'll get together during the week and figure something out. That that reading is respectfully to bed MGM, and I appreciate their sponsorship. That's a bit much. We're going to have to have to merge with some people. because yeah, we, we need the cliff notes. Like, we just, like, we're, we're, now people are just now – Picking it up right now because they just pushed the fast forward. But now it's that was too much, guys. Like we're gonna have to have, we're gonna figure something out for you guys, and so you don't have to sit through that too much, you know. So we'll figure it out. But the week was fine. Can't complain. Uh, you know, it's they're they're coming at us now. These weeks are coming at it. You know, it's crazy. Is uh, we're not even done with baseball yet, and uh, and then basketball starts in a couple of weeks. So uh, it's just it's just nonstop. <laughs> it's just and you know here's the thing is. Is uh my dad? He I talked to my dad quite. He always calling me and talking about DFS or gambling or something, right? And he's always like, "Well, you gonna sit down and watch this Monday night football game? You gonna watch? You gonna watch that Sunday night game? Whatever." And I'm always like, "No, not really. It doesn't really interest me." Like you're in this thing, you're in this sports thing so much, and you see these games come across your screen so much. Like it's just it's too much. Like you get desensitized for it sometimes. Like you love week one, but then things start to become a grind again. And there's like three sports going on at once. There's it's too much. And he he, he flips out. He can't believe I don't want to watch football. But you know when you talk about it all week and you write about it all week, kind of gets it kind of gets you know a little bit boring. Shall I say a little bit boring after a few weeks, man? So I have to have something to snap out of that funk, right? Now, I, I can see a bunch of our listeners right now be like, I would love to be doing yeah, what you're doing. I, I, listen, I, listen to this guy complain. Sorry, sorry. It's hard work. Dude, I, and dude, it's I didn't say it was hard work. I just uh, said it gets a little bit boring after all. But you know what I was also thinking? And I told him, I told him this. When I was growing up and we would sit down and watch the games, right? We had like four channels for a good bit of time in our lives, right? It was oh, yeah. the, the local network. Like you get one game on Sunday and you're pounding that. And you might get a second game in the afternoon on Sunday. Didn't have Sunday night football. I don't believe had Monday night. You definitely want to tune in from, you just didn't have the games. Now I, I sit there and literally watch football games for seven hours on Sunday afternoon. What in the, I just don't want to pick up and watch an Island game after the, you know, it's just, there's so much, so many, like I said, you're, we're desensitized now, man. It's not like the old days. I don't know if you guys, you got, I don't even know if you guys are old enough to remember the old, that old clicker box that was on top of the TV and oh, you just, yeah. you had to move it with your finger. That was yeah. the fancy shit too, man. That wasn't even, that was the fancy stuff. Like you just, we only got to see like three games a week. Now I get to see literally everything after watching college football for about 14 hours the day before. I don't know, man. It's rough. Rough life, man. Yeah, I'm old enough. The TV weighed about 5,000 pounds and sat Ooh, on the ground. Yeah. And you had yeah. to get your ass up off the floor, off the couch. And usually it was my dad saying, hey, switch the channel. Change the channel over. Yeah, yeah it wasn't all the games all the time. And, and these island games, I mean, 
what a terrible game. San Francisco, Denver. I mean, that, that game was horrific. So Denver crowd booing their offense. They can't even get a first down. The Monday night game was boring. I mean, it, it just gets watered down. Some of this bad uh, quarterback play. So uh, let, let's hope for some better games this week. So you two, four and one with your best bets last week. So kudos to you. I was right behind you at three and two. So combined uh, 11 and five, you're making money. And that's the goal of the show is to give you guys some winners. So let's keep it rolling here. Uh, in week four, let's start Thursday night football. We got Miami and Cincinnati here. Right now, current spread Cincinnati minus four at Bet MGM. We'll be using their spreads and totals here as a sponsor of the show. 47 the total in this one. Chop, we'll start with you. Obviously, the question is the health of Tua. Is he going to play or not? We, we know Teddy Bridgewater, the backup. So if you do have a thought on it, is this a bet that you want to make early? What, whatever side you may be on, you know, if you think Tua's not going to play, do you want to jump on Cincinnati right now and get out ahead of that? Or do you think he guts it out, gives it a go? This one looks like a pretty good island game. What do you got here, Chop, Miami and Cincinnati? You know, if, if, they, if they come back and say Tua can't play, then there's something really wrong with their concussion protocol in-game because yeah, he, was, he was messed up. <laughs> that guy was jelly-legged, and they let him back in, so I can't see them sitting him in this game. So I, I think that I would have I would have loved to see – and I can't believe it's four. So I would have loved to have seen this thing under a field goal because I think the Bengals are going to win this game, but I can't mess around with four. That Now you're pushing the limits. So I think it'll be some offense here. So I, I'd go over. I don't necessarily want to chime in too early in the week. So I'd probably go over. I, I really – this is going to be a good game, and I think the Bengals win this game, but they're got it a pretty pretty appropriate spread in my opinion, so I can't mess with it. Yeah, I th- the bets, uh, looking at it right now, and again, it's early in the week. Th- these numbers can change, but always something I love to look at is the percentage of bets, percentage of money right now. The bets are split in half, which you'd expect uh, in a game like this, spread like this. Right now, 84% of the money, though, backing Cincinnati, so – a little surprised by that. I thought the public would be more on the Miami side, but maybe with those questions about Tua, even if he does play, Derek, what kind of Tua are we going to get here? Because like Chop mentioned, you look like my, my buddies in college stumbling out of the bar, getting up <laughs> off the ground. I mean, he, he was donezo. So uh, what do you think? Is he going to play? If he does play, what level of Tua do we get here? And then who wins this game? Two uh, pretty good teams here in the AFC. Yeah, couldn't believe they let him back in the game. And then uh, he also hyperextended his back, so he's dealing uh, with a couple things. I do think he's going to play. Uh, you know, Mike McDaniel, uh, in his quotes, it kind of sounds like he's going to be out there. But, man, I don't know. I mean, Tua's gotten a lot of love this season. He has a ton of weapons. He's really only played, like, one really good quarter of football. I think the Bengals are the better team, and I agree with Chop's take that, you know, I like the Bengals to win. I just don't know if the, they're going to be able to cover the four. So I'm going to go with the over as well. I think both offenses – should have some success in this one. Although I don't agree with the take that you can't watch these night games. I mean, get a little skin in the game and I'll watch anything. Well, let, let's not forget now, what time zone are you in? Because uh, in the true. Eastern time zone, <laughs> you know, it's it's like midnight. I'm an old ass man trying to, trying to fight through these seven to nine games. And uh, so you get the, you know, what time is it wrapping up for you? Say a Sunday night football. You're probably done by what? Nine? It's about nine thirty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you got that, and I don't watch college football, so that's uh, that's fourteen hours less of a grind, you know, the day before. So maybe that's why uh, I have a little more energy for NFL. Chop you to Central Time Zone down there in Texas. Yeah, and these these games drag out, man. My goodness. 
the east coast i'm there there's some yeah, some nights it's midnight, I'd have to man. Move. It's, I'd have it's, to move. it's brutal man it is brutal for sure the older you get too it, it, it gets tough so all right let's go across the pond our first london game of the season minnesota and new orleans we got the vikings up to minus three now it started at minus one total has come down a bit from 44 and a half to 43 and a half Derek, more injury questions here. Uh, Jameis Winston dealing with a ton of injuries as well. Uh, sounds like Andy Dalton took first team snaps uh, yesterday or today. The report I read, Taysom Hill getting some snaps. So another quarterback question mark here. Vikings Saints, what do you think here in London? These London games always end up being really ugly. Um, the field never really holds up. Uh, it doesn't seem like so. I don't have a strong take on the game. I do worry about Winston. I worry about a couple of these receivers are banged up too for the Saints. And, uh, you know, Minnesota, they got away with the win last week. But I do think, you know, they're they're the better team overall. So I'd lean that way. But I'm just going to take the under and just assume it's going to be another slog fest in these London games. All right. I'm going to log a, a best bet here. I'll, I'll break the seal on the best bets here. I'm going with the Vikings here. Uh, the Saints, it's been, you know, Olave's been a great story. But where is Kamara? We don't know what the health of Winston looks like. If he's out, hard to trust Andy Dalton in this spot, even Taysom Hill uh, getting some snaps here. I just feel like Minnesota, the much more explosive offense, with or without Dalvin Cook. If he plays, great. If he doesn't, we've seen Madison step in uh, and get it going here. Jefferson coming off a down game. I like going back to him here. But, uh, Chop, I believe I read a stat that the favorite in London games is like 17-5 and five or something over the last few seasons. So, I'm going to ride with that trend here. I'm going to ride what I think is the better team. I'm locking in Minnesota as my first best bet here. What do you got here, Vikings Saints? Well, that trend sounds good. I mean, I guess I'd pick the Vikings. I'm not going to put a best bet on it, but I, I, I legit don't have a lean. You know, the, I just I can't believe uh, what the Saints are, are doing with this team. This is a really good team all around. I think they got I think they got good personnel, but like that, you know, they used to they used to say let 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 Russ cook. They really legit need to let Jameis cook, man. You know, he gives, he drops back in the pocket. He's trying to be perfect. It's like they, they told him, you know, I don't know what they got in his brain, but he's like a robot back there. He's all his moves are like so perfect and calculated, but just let the guy wing it a little bit. Cause his offense looks terrible right now. So I mean, like you said, Kamara's banged up. Uh, Michael Thomas has been Thomas and Landry got left the game early last week. Jameis got a spinal broken back. It, it's spinal, and I don't know what's going on, man. So I'll take the Vikings. I don't believe uh, you know one way or another too much in this game, but I'll, the stat sounds good, so I'll take the Vikings. All right, let's move to Sunday on the main slate. We'll start with Tennessee traveling to Indianapolis. Both teams coming off of big wins last week. Tennessee survived against the Raiders who are now I believe the only 0-3 team uh, in the NFL so Josh McDaniels uh, already on the hot seat there Indy gets a big win uh, at home against Kansas City and sends my survivor into the garbage but uh, divisional battle here uh, we got a three and a half point spread here in favor of the Colts total at 42 and a half chop two teams riding riding high here two teams that love to lean on their running game uh, which one is going to dominate here, Titans and Colts? Uh, the Colts. I think the Colts take this game. Uh, 
I, you know, what do we, what do we, uh, we got three and a half. We're going by bet MGM things here at three and a half. So I can't lock it in at, with that extra hook thrown in there. I can't lock it in as a best bet. But if it was only three, if it was only three, I'd be more inclined to go ahead and lock that in. I think, I think the Colts win this thing. Titans just aren't, they haven't impressed me this year. Like, I think they put a lot of chips into last year and it didn't work out for them. And now the team is not quite, you know, what it, what it, what, what it once was. It, this thing was built on a great offensive line for several years there. That offensive line is not the same right now. So and I think the Colts, you know, finally they won a game, get a little momentum. I think they're better than what they showed. So I'll, I'll take the Colts here, but I'm not going to lock it in as a best bet because of the hook. I don't like the hook. I'm with you. I don't, I don't like the hook either. I lean Indianapolis here. I, I probably like the under more if I'm picking this game. Two teams, again, that love to run the ball. That, that means the clock is churning. So uh, we haven't seen either of these offenses look overly explosive either. So that number's ticked down a little bit. I still think there's some value uh, on the under here at that number of what, 43 and a 42 and a half even. So more of an under game for me and a slight lean to the Colts. Derek, any more clarity here? Titans, Colts. So Mike Vrabel has kind of had the Colts number uh, in his tenure with the Titans, but I just think it's a different Titans team. They don't, they can't bully teams anymore. Uh, we saw the Colts win a game last week that they probably shouldn't have. Uh, Beer, I'm sure you were watching that one pretty closely. Oh, yeah. um, and it just feels like that was a that was what they needed to get their season going. So I'll take the home team. I agree with Chop that the three and a half makes it tough to lock in the best bet, but uh, I do lean toward the Colts here. All right, let's go to the throw-up-in-your-mouth game of the week, Chicago and the Giants. I mean, this one you got to be a diehard to, to sit down uh, and watch. Uh, latest spread, we are sitting at three here at BetMGM, but that's at minus 115. This has moved uh, to three-and-a-half in some spots. Hell, I see as high as four-and-a-half uh, at SI. And When the hell did Sports Illustrated get a, get a sports book anyway? But uh, here they are. Total sitting at 39 and a half. So Derek, too, too bad. And I call the Bears a bad team, but they continue to get it done. I liked Houston plus the two and a half. They lose by three. It was one of my best bets. So Chicago squeaks by. Giants lose a close one at the end to Dallas. But two offenses that, that are just led by quarterbacks that have been very questionable. This Giants wide receiver rotation uh, is, is awful. Now they lose Sterling Shepard. Barkley bounces back with a big game. The Bears, we'll see if David Montgomery's able to go. If not, Khalil Herbert looked good. But those receivers, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, continue to be zeros. They're not throwing the ball here. What do we do in this game? This feels like a stay away to me, Derek, unless you've got a strong lean here. What do you got, Bears and Giants? Yeah, these have to be the two worst two-and-one teams in the league. Don't feel great about either side, but uh, I do feel good about Saquon Barkley. I think they're going to be able to run all over the Bears. And he's just looked explosive. I mean, some of the cuts he's making, uh, you know, look like the vintage Barkley. So I'm going to take the home team, but uh, the three and a half makes it a no bet for me. But, man, you mentioned it. It's just going to be ugly. I wouldn't mind the under just given the, the bad quarterback play. I, I almost lean the over here with, with these defenses. I, I know the Giants have been decent, but these, t- I don't know. I'm just, I'm abstaining. I'm, I'm Paul and Derek. I, yeah. I am abstaining from this game. I'm not required to make a pick. I think you just stay away from this one. Chop, you got a pick in this one, or are we moving on? I would say the under would be my lean just because I think I think you would take a defensive or a special teams touchdown to start to approach that number. 
Uh, like, I agree the defenses aren't good, but the Bears run more than anybody else in the league. And the Giants can't pass. They now they lost Sterling Show. Well, like, it's just going to be a big run fest. And even if you're moving the ball on the ground, you're grinding up clock. So I would lean under, but yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't have a huge take on that game. All right, let's get out of that one and two. Maybe the game of the week here, and probably no offense to Jalen Hurts, but uh, the two best quarterbacks so far on the season, Buffalo traveling to Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson. And the Bills, this thing opened at Bills minus four. We're down to minus three at most places. Uh, total up there at 51 and a half. That's come down uh, from an open of 55. So, Chop, this one going to be popular in DFS, to say the least. It's going to be stacked every which way on both sides. These quarterbacks uh, will be very chalky as well. Likely a lot of overbets on this game. Thoughts on the spread. Buffalo coming off that loss uh, in Miami. Got to give kudos to the Dolphins. Baltimore, or Buffalo, that is. Baltimore coming off a big win uh, against New England. So coming back home here, both teams have the firepower. Excited for this game. What are you doing with the spread? Buffalo minus three. Lock it in. Best bet. First best bet of the night. I'm going Buffalo here. Uh, You know, I, I don't even think that they necessarily got beat. In that last game, you know, the elements really beat them down. The heat in Miami, like uh, you could see it took by the fourth quarter, it had taken its toll on those wide receivers and all those guys uh, on the Buffalo side. So and then, you know, it was the first game. You had a a really short amount of time to get ready to play this without all those secondary pieces that were injured. Well, now you got a little bit more time to adjust to those injuries and figure out what you need to do. I think. Josh Allen's going to have a chip on his shoulder for this game. So I, I think – I think, and I and I kind of just – little tad bit think Baltimore's overrated right now. So I think Buffalo smokes them here. So give me the Bills' best bet. All right, best bet number one for Chop Buffalo, minus the three. Uh, Derek, I saw you nodding along. Are you agreeing with Chop? You locking in a best bet here? Buffalo Ravens, what do you got? Yeah, this is uh, close to a best bet for me. Chop and I have been on the same wavelength for pretty much all the picks this week. And, uh, yeah, love the Bills in this spot. Uh, You mentioned the Heat last week. I mean, they were still one second away from uh, a game-tying field goal, I believe, uh, there at the end of the game. They almost got the the field goal unit out there. So, for me, I like Buffalo. I think they're going to have Jordan Poyer back. Um, I think they're going to have another piece in their secondary back. I think their defense is better than Baltimore's. And, I like their offense um, just as much as Baltimore. So don't mind the over. I think a lot of points are going to be scored, but give me Buffalo as well. All right. I hate to hate to poo-poo on you guys. Actually, I don't. I, I lean the Baltimore side here. I, I get what you're saying. Obviously, Buffalo likely the better team, but catching points at home, both of these offenses are, are going to put points on the board. It feels like one of those games, both defenses are missing a lot of pieces. It's almost going to be whoever has the ball last uh, is going to be in a good position to win. So in a game like that, give me the points and the home team, not locking in a best bet, rooting on Chop's best bet of Buffalo, of course, but uh, I would take the opposite side of that. I would have a small lean on the Ravens, but no best bet here uh, for me. All right, next game, Chargers traveling to Houston. Take on the Texans. Spread has come down from seven to five in favor of the Chargers. Total has also dipped from 46 down to 44. So, Derek, first of all, kudos to your Jags. We got a group chat, and after that game, it, they look flat-out dominant. And, and I don't know if it's Jacksonville looking that good, the Chargers just looking that bad, dealing with some injuries. Uh, but what a dominant performance going out and winning in L.A. So, 
Uh, the Chargers kind of picking themselves off the turf here. Good, a good matchup uh, with Houston, who's been competitive, been battling in every game. Can they do it again here against the Chargers? Man, Chargers might be the most banged up team in the league right now. Uh, lost their, I think, left tackle Slater. Uh, Going to be without Joey Bosa. Jay-Z Jackson's injured. Justin Herbert's injured. Um, Keenan Allen's injured. They just lost Guyton for the year, I think. So this is a team that um, this can't seem – luck doesn't has never seemed to be on their side. Uh, we talk about it every year, uh, whether it's them shooting themselves in the foot or injuries. Uh, so give me the home team. Uh, I'll take the points at home, similar to the Colts last week. I think this is a, probably going to be a field goal game. You mentioned Houston's been competitive. So, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take the points at home. All right, Houston's been my team, but I, I think I'm going to go with the under here. I think we could get an uglier type of game uh, in this one. So I, I lean Houston. I'm with you there. Uh, I prefer the under as more of a play here, uh, but probably another game that I'll stay away from because we don't. I don't know what the Chargers are going to look like. Are they going to bounce back? How healthy is Justin Herbert? Are they actually going to get Austin Eckler going? Sounds like Keenan Allen uh, might be back this week, but uh, Houston, like you mentioned, Derek, they've been in these games. They stay competitive. So – uh, likely a stay away uh, for me. Chop, any more thoughts here? Chargers, Texans, any best bets? Spread total, what are we doing? Yeah, I think I got I think I got to go with another best bet here. I think I got to go Chargers. And uh, I'm feeling it because of, uh, you know, the circumstances here. One and two, the Chargers are one and two. They're, they're legitimately Super Bowl contender, at least AFC contenders, and you're one and two. There's no way you want to fall to one and three having lost to Houston here. So, you know, I think they're going to come out and and really, this is going to be a really good statement game for them. If they let Herbert play last week, I don't see how he doesn't play this week. Uh, you mentioned Joey Bosa. I don't think they need Bosa because I don't think we're worried about the Houston's passing game as much. I'd be more worried about Damian Pierce. So I think they'll make an effort to stop the run here. I don't know, man. It feels just like the Chargers should come in here and make a little bit of a statement, even though they are banged up. I think they make a little statement here and, and cover the spread and, and win this day and get back home. All right, chop best pet number two, Chargers minus the five in Houston. Next game, Seattle and Detroit, couple of one and two teams here. Detroit had all the chances in the world uh, to win that game in Minnesota. They did end up covering that spread, but uh, pissed that game away at the end. Uh, now they get to host Seattle. So good spot here for the Lions. Now, BetMGM has this at four. Almost every other sports book out there has four and a half. So if you are a Lions fan, now is the time to grab this four uh, while you can. If you're a Seattle fan, you got plenty of options to grab. 48, uh, the total here in this one. So, Chop, Lions coming back home. Good matchup here. This offense uh, continues to put points on the board. I continue betting Detroit overs. Uh, I think that's my stronger lean here. I think Seattle will put some points on the board, even with Geno Smith. That Detroit defense is that bad. So. I lean Detroit. They're a borderline best bet for me. I absolutely love the over in the spot shop. What are you doing here, Seattle and Detroit? I'm going to, I'm going to say Detroit. I'm going to lean Detroit. Uh, if the only thing that keeps me from locking it in is, uh, is that I don't think DeAndre Swift plays and I'm, I'm worried about how they look without Swift, but I think this is the week they sit him. So I'm a little bit worried about that, but I'd lean towards Detroit mainly because I just don't think Seattle is good at all. I think they're a flat-out bad team who got, you know, had their, their Super Bowl in week one when Russ came to town and all that big circus that was going on. Other than that, I think they're a pretty bad team. So I'm going to lean Detroit here. 
Come on, Chop. Didn't you watch Hard Knocks? Craig Reynolds, man. He, he's going to be ready to roll with Jamal Williams. I mean, that, that's their spirit animal. So maybe, I'll be fine maybe. without DeAndre Swift. <laughs> No, no, thoughts here. Lions minus four, another high total here. A team that's hit, I believe, five straight overs uh, with Detroit. Uh, what are you doing here, Seattle and Detroit? I like Detroit as well. Um, you look at the adjusted line yards. Detroit's offensive line is fourth this year. Seattle's 31st. Uh, we saw Cordero Patterson run all over them in Seattle last week. Even without Swift, I think uh, Jamal and Reynolds are going to have a pretty nice game. And I think uh, Jamal is probably going to be one of the more popular DFS plays of the week. So, Something to keep an eye on. Um, I don't love the four. I wish it was three, but I still lean towards Detroit. All right, let's move to another uh, pretty awful game here. Jets and Steelers, both teams sitting at one and two. Uh, Steelers opened up at three and a half. Uh, That number remains at a lot of places, but we are sitting at three at BetMGM. A total down at 41 and a half. Uh, News here, Zach Wilson. Uh, back and will start for the Jets. So the Flacco days are behind us here. Derek, two more pretty bad teams, some bad defenses here. Uh, teams with a lot of different options in DFS, but none that really stand out outside of maybe Garrett Wilson, uh, who's been playing some good ball. But from a betting perspective, uh, what are we doing here? The Steelers have not been great, but they are the favorites here. Low total. What do you got, Jets and Steelers? I will not be putting my hard-earned money on Mitch Trubisky, uh, so I can't go with the Steelers. And I, I want to see Zach Wilson before I put any money on the Jets. I think, you know, he does give this offense a little bit more upside. But for me, give me the over. I think both of these quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. We're going to see a lot of short fields for the opposing offenses. So I, I don't know. That's really my only take on the game is I think there's going to be turnovers and that might create some scoring opportunities. We're in lockstep here. Uh, you know, it's it's not one that I'm running to the the counter to bet the over, but that is the lean here. I don't want to bet on either of these teams. I, I just don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, with Wilson, we already know what it looks like with Trubisky, but are the Jets that bad where it's not going to matter? Uh, which team's going to be able to run the ball? Who knows? But I do think that number low enough where we can get an over here. So I agree with you there. I'm going to go over on that 41 and a half chop. Jets, Steelers. Uh, it's good thing this isn't an island game. You definitely wouldn't be watching. No, I wouldn't. And uh, I, my lean is Pittsburgh here. It's just a lean because uh, I think there's a pretty decent chance that Flacco is actually better than Zach Wilson right now and that this is going to hurt the offense bringing Zach Wilson back. So we're going to see, man. You know, there's a, there's a pretty good chance uh, at the end of this game we're looking going, man, where was Garrett Wilson? Where was Elijah Moore? This guy couldn't get him the ball because that's what he did last year. He couldn't get him the ball last year, and Flacco did. So I'm worried I'm worried about the Jets here. And the Steelers, I think, at some point, they either got to open it up with Trubisky or they got to bench him and put Pickett in there. And either way, I think we're going to have a, a more inspired offense out of Pittsburgh here. So I lean Pittsburgh. All right, let's move on to a very interesting game. I know Derek got to be excited about this one, and it's going to be a test. I mean, they passed the test going out to L.A. and whooping up on the Chargers, but now you get a real test with maybe the best team in the NFC, Philadelphia, hosting Jacksonville, spread open at minus seven in favor of the Eagles. That has down down to six and a half total at 47 here at BetMGM. So, Derek, we'll get to you here in a minute uh, on your Jags. I'm, I'm going to start with Chop here. Are they for real? Uh, do you believe enough to, to grab the six and a half points? The seven would make it a little bit easier, obviously, getting that touchdown. Or I know you're a big Philly stand here. I know you've been very high on the Eagles. 
Are they that good? Are you not believing what you've seen in Jacksonville? So very polarizing game, Chop. Where are we putting them Chop Bucks? So to your first question, Jacksonville, are they for real? I'll say this, man. Watching watching this team this year, I'm very, very impressed with Doug Peterson and what he has done Agreed. with that offense. He's getting he's this is really good stuff that he, you know, he's shown. So props to him. He's getting these guys uh, a good a good play calling, well designed. So I think they are they are for real in those terms. And the Eagles, these things change constantly depending on injuries and just how you're playing. But right now they're easily the best team in the NFC. Like it's not even close right now. And part of it is because they have had a pretty weak schedule, but you know, that's what it is. It is what it is. But they're really good. So this is going to be a uh, a best bet for me right here. I got to ride Philly, man. Under a touchdown or right around a touchdown at home. Not that I don't believe in Jacksonville. It's just that right now, with the health of this offense and defense, I don't I don't see how you I don't see how you stop this offense when they're healthy right now. So I think they can name their points. They can do whatever they want to. Uh, I do worry. It's a little bit worrisome. Peterson going back home, probably going to be extra motivated in Philly, you know, since they canned him a few years ago or whatever. So a little worried there, but just this team is just so good right now. I just, I got any, anything under a touchdown at home, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play them. Now, if you're listening on the audio feed, welcome in. Make sure that you leave uh, a five-star review on whatever podcast feed you're, you're listening on. Now, if you're catching the video feed, you could see the disdain in Notorious's face when Chop locks in the Philadelphia Eagles uh, as a best bet. I mean, he, he did not look happy about that. So, uh, Derek, your Jags, same questions for Chop. Are they for real? Very, very tough test here. My thoughts, I lean the Jags. I like the over here in this game, though. That That's the way I think there's going to be points. Scored Phillies, D's been solid. This offense playing well. I think they're going to, going to put them to the test here and attack in the middle of the field where Philadelphia can be vulnerable. So I like the over, if anything, and I lean the Jags. Dodo, your thoughts here. Chop going best bet against you here on Philadelphia. Yeah, I can't believe you do that to me. Uh, but I'm going to do it too. Lock in my best bet for Philly. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. A little bit Not of a life. that coming. A little bit of a life edge here. Um, look, I believe in the Jags. Their offenses look great. They're number two in total DVOA right now, uh, according to Football Outsiders. But they've faced three pocket passers. They faced Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert, a banged up Justin Herbert. I don't think they're going to be ready for Jalen Hurts. I mean, he has looked awesome dual threat and he's been you know one of the better passing quarterbacks in the league too like chop said give me uh philly versus anyone at home less than a touchdown right now they're just so good so yeah uh if if i'm wrong then uh i'll still feel pretty good about it if the jags pull off the upset and uh if i'm right the best bet you know a little extra money in the pocket or philly wins by five and you get the old then, trend that yeah. i didn't hit the bet and my team didn't win either so uh, don't hate that. Again, I lean the Jags, but over the play for me. Betting about split on this game. Money's about split. We'll see uh, if anything changes here during the week. All right. From Derek's team to Chops, 2-1 and one Dallas Cowboys hosting the Washington Commanders. Opened up Dallas, minus 1.5. That has ballooned through the key number of 3 to 3.5 total uh, down there at 41.5. So, again, we'll make Chop wait to talk about his Cowboys. Derek. They survive in New York. You know, Cooper Rush has been serviceable. Tony Pollard continues to look like the more explosive back, but they give carries to Ezekiel Elliott. CeeDee Lamb drops that wide open ball and then makes a hell of a, 
a one-handed catch in the end zone. It was really weird. But uh, Washington coming off a drubbing here against Philadelphia. Carson Wentz uh, looks like the guy we thought he would look like. Going on the road, playing this Cowboys defense, low total here. How do you see this one playing out, Washington and Dallas? Cooper Rush, 3-0 and as a starter in his career. Let's go. Um, who needs Dak Quarterback anyway? Quarterback controversy apparently <laughs> down there in Dallas. Uh, but no, to Charles' point last week, he said, uh, when we were talking about the Giants and Cowboys game, he said, you know, the Cowboys have the best unit in the game. That's the Cowboys defense. And that's exactly what the difference was in that game. And I think that's what's going to be the difference in this game. I don't like the three and a half. If it was three, I'd feel a lot better about it. But, uh, I do lean towards Dallas just because I think that Washington's bad. I think Carson Wentz is bad. Um, so yeah, I would take Dallas. This one has me torn. I, I want to under is the, my first lean. Uh, Washington and the points is a small lean. I don't have any strong thoughts here on this game. I agree with what you said, Derek. Dallas's defense, definitely uh, the highlight here. Washington, they've looked good in spots. They've looked terrible in spots. They bounce back. I don't know. So the under, probably my favorite bet uh, in this game. But let's go to our Cowboys expert here, Chop. Dallas hosting Washington minus three and a half. Locking in a best bet here, or are you passing on your Cowboys? Not a best bet, that's for sure. This is a this is kind of a toss-up. It just uh, it feels like a game where I would lean towards Washington with that spread. I still think the Cowboys win. If the Cowboys win, I think we're looking at a field goal, a field goal type game. And so I would play Washington because I don't think it's much more than a field goal. Just has the feel of a of a game where Washington comes in and, and fights a little bit harder and hangs within that field goal, if not pulls the upset, just a lean though. But yeah, it's, I do think Carson Wentz stinks. I think he's terrible. And I think this defense could theoretically get after him, but uh, I don't know. I think who's going to trade. Can somebody please give us some, a lot of draft capital for Cooper rush in the offseason? That would be fantastic. Oh, somebody, I want to, I want another Matt Flynn situation where they just, like they're just throwing money at him, like taking, getting, you know, uh, overpay for him. Maybe we can get some draft some some draft capital from from him because he's playing a bit over his head, but he looks good. You know the difference right now in this offense with Cooper Rush and the offense with Dak Prescott is the way they're calling the plays. Kellen Moore is for Cooper Rush. If they did this for Dak Prescott, this would be a playoff team, a pretty good team. But they don't do this for Dak Prescott. They're setting up Cooper Rush perfectly. I don't know what's going on here, but I wish they continue this play calling when Dak got back. So to your Matt Flynn call, Seattle may be your huckleberry on that as they were for Matt oh, Flynn. I mean, right. they, they, they're struggling there. So maybe they make the same mistake twice. Uh, and it was funny, Dak, uh, almost like he was feeling the heat, Rush playing well. I'm, yeah. I'm almost ready. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be back soon. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know about all that. Uh, pump the brakes a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see here. But uh, no strong takes here in this game. Uh, kind of one of those ugly games. So. Uh, NFC East. We'll see what happens there with the Cowboys and the Commanders. All right, let's move to the last game in the early window. Cleveland and Atlanta opened up Cleveland minus three. That has dropped to one and a half total up there at 49 and a half. So another game that should be very popular uh, in the DFS circles this week. Uh, I do have a best bet on this game, but I'm going to throw it to you here, Chop. Uh, Cleveland coming off uh, an island win. Uh, look good. David Njoku gets involved in the offense here. Jacoby Brissett continues to be more than serviceable here. Atlanta, big win going out to Seattle uh, last week was one of the best bets uh, that I hit here. 
We'll see if I go back to back on Atlanta. What do you got here, Chop? Small spread, big total, Cleveland and Atlanta. I don't know what your best bet is, but I'm I gotta lay a best bet on this one too. And like I'm I may be a total fish here, but I gotta take Cleveland. I know Atlanta's played well, but I still don't believe in them to be like a really good team. And uh and Cleveland is what they are with Brissett. And by the way, that game last Thursday night was the the best I've ever seen him look as a professional. I think he was really sharp. Yeah, he was. But this this thing is going to rely on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and that that's what they do, and they're really really good at that. So I may be a fish because this spread is dropping, but I think Cleveland comes in here and wins this game. And if they win, I only got a you know one and a half. I'm it's got to be by more than that, right? So give me Cleveland best bet. Well, either you're a fish or I'm a fish, and one of us is yeah. going to be right, one of us is going to be wrong. <laughs> I, I'm going with Atlanta again. This team continues to outproduce uh, what people's expectations were. Now, the defense, certainly a concern, but at home, this offense should be able to keep pace here. We should get some points in this one. I don't know that we're going to get 49 and a half. I, I'm going to leave that total alone. But uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota, been a lot better than I think people realize. I think it was a, a laughable that he's going to be your quarterback. And, you know, he's given them some some equity with his legs. Drake London is starting to arrive here. They finally got Kyle Pitts involved. Cordero Patterson bounced back last week. It's going to be a fun game. I'm going with the home team, Derek. So settle the debate. Chop's on Cleveland as a best bet. I'm on Atlanta as a best bet. Do you have a best bet here? Thoughts on those? Or are you going on this total at 49 and a half? I don't have a best bet for you, and I can't break the tie. I don't like uh, either side that much. Atlanta, three for three, covering the spread. Their offense looks good. Uh, but Cleveland, I do think, you know, they have the advantage in the trenches. So, I don't know. Uh, give me the under. When I first saw this game, I couldn't believe the total sitting at 50 in some spots. That just seems like way too much for two yep. teams that, you know, really want to run the ball. All right, let's go to the afternoon window. Looks like three games uh, in that 405-425 window this week, so smaller uh, DFS slate. Uh, if you're playing afternoon early, we'll start with Arizona uh, and Carolina, two teams that have just looked horrendous. Uh, they both have a win. I don't know how. Uh, both sitting at one and two here. Uh, this opened up Arizona at minus uh, three, and it has swung in favor of Carolina uh, now one and a half point favorites here at BetMGM as high as two uh, in some spots. Total at 42 and a half here, Derek. So big, big, big spread uh, all the way from Arizona to Carolina as a favorite. I have a hard time putting money on either of these two teams right now. Lean the home team here, but eventually Kyler Murray, this offense has to look better uh, than what they have done and not just in the fourth quarter. Is this the week? Uh, I saw Christian McCaffrey back on the injury reports. All of Twitter can go crazy, uh, as they love to do. Two ugly, ugly, ugly teams here, Derek. What are you doing here, Cardinals and Panthers? Yeah, two ugly teams. And uh, you guys know I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield, but uh, I'm going best bet with Carolina here. You mentioned the line movement already. All the money's on Arizona. Um, all the bets are on Arizona, yet it's still moving in favor of Carolina. I just think they're the better team. I mean, Arizona without DeAndre Hopkins has been really bad over the last few years. Uh, their offense just looks so stale right now. They want to get James Conner more involved. I'm not sure that's really their you know path to success. And, yeah, just uh, as long as McCaffrey plays, I think uh, they're going to be able to do enough to win this game. So my best bet doesn't feel great, but uh, I'm going Carolina. 
All right, Carolina locked in. I have that as your second uh, best bet uh, with Philly. So three bullets to go for you here, Derek. Chop, thoughts on this one? Uh, Again, two ugly teams. Which one is going to snap out of their funk here, Cardinals or Panthers? Man, you know, gosh darn it! I hate, I hate to keep, I hate to do this where we're all running in circles around each other, man. But Uh-oh. I kind of, I kind of liked Arizona as a best bet. I, I think, I, I think I got to stick with theirs because I'm running out of games here, and I don't. Some of That's your last are. bullet, according to my account. Okay, then, uh, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me Arizona because these other games coming up, it's not doing it for me. So, and I, I say that because. I'm, like we're basically a coin flip in this game, and the spread tells you it's basically a coin flip. Who do I trust more? I think, I think I trust Arizona a little. I think Arizona's a little bit better of a team. They finally got Marquise Brown involved last week. I think that can only help moving forward. Uh, at some point, hopefully, Rondell Moore comes back. Maybe this week. I hope so, and that helps the offense. I think the defenses. I kind of favor Arizona's a little bit when they're healthy. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Arizona here as a best bet. I think that uh, if they have any any desire to be in the playoffs this year, this is a game they have to win. So I'm going Arizona. All right, uh, dueling best bets here: Arizona on one side, Carolina on one side, uh, and I'll abstain uh, from this game. I can't believe you guys got a best bet on this ugly ass game. But uh, good luck. One he's gonna be right, one he's gonna be wrong. Uh, the beauty of it: somebody's getting a win here. So let's move on, Denver. And the Raiders, we talked about them earlier, the only 0-3 team uh, in the NFL. But now they host this fraudulent 2-1 Denver team who's lucky to have these two wins. Offenses look terrible here. A spread has moved from Vegas minus 1.5 up to 2.5, and and that is at minus 115 at BetMGM. And it is 3 at some places, so we could see uh, it tick up to 3 total, down from 46 to 45.5. So, Chop all the hoopla about the AFC West uh, to open the season. And I, I believe every single team in the division uh, is under underperforming. Not all of them lost last week. I think one got a win, Denver. But uh, what are we doing here? Does Vegas get off to Schneid? Or do we finally see Russ Cook, as the kids say, and this Denver offense start to look uh, more like we expected in, in before the season started? You know, no real, no real opinion from me. If anything, I would lean on the, the under in this game, just because uh, I don't know. It, it is, a, it is absolutely atrocious what they're doing with Russ and that offense down there in Denver. This needs to be a very short tenure for Nathaniel Hackett. Like he should be already packing up his bags. This was a bad decision for a team that is ready to win right now. They've got some personnel that can win right now. And the, the offense looks terrible. He's not doing a good job. His in-game management, maybe worst of all time. And that's something they're saying <laughs> yeah, something after only three games. Urban so, Meyer would have something to say here. Oh, man. I don't even – in-game, I don't remember Urban. Well, Urban wouldn't put in these positions because the team wasn't very competitive, you know. But, but uh, yeah, everything is terrible for Denver on offense right now. And so uh, I'd probably lean under in this game. I lean Vegas here, not going to be a best bet. I, I do think they get it going here finally at home. But, Derek, it feels like this Denver team at any point, you know, if they do turn it on, they do flip that switch, uh, we're going to see obviously a, a much better team and a much better offense. Does that happen here? Do the struggles continue? Does Vegas get off to Schneid? What do you got here, Denver and Las Vegas? I'm locking in Denver uh, as my next best bet. 
for me, the offense can't play any worse. Uh, they might not play any better, but they can't play any worse than they have the first three weeks. Their defense is still one of the best in the league. They're currently fifth in total DVOA. So if they can have just a middling offense, I think this is going to be a very good football team. Uh, you mentioned everything with Hackett. Uh, certainly don't trust him right now, but he did bring a guy, just uh, hire a guy from Baltimore just to come in and uh, be in his ear with clock management, that kind of stuff. Maybe that helps a little bit. We saw Russ start to cook there in the fourth quarter against the Niners. Maybe he starts running a little bit more, stepping up in the pocket. So, yeah, I like Denver. I just haven't seen anything from uh, this Raiders team. All right, last game in the late window, New England uh, traveling to Green Bay to take on my Packers. Green Bay 2-1, and one, New England 1-2. and two. Obviously, we'll be missing their quarterback, Mac Jones. Brian Hoyer expected to get the start here, and that has – uh, balloon the line from six and a half up to nine and a half uh, in favor of the Green Bay Packers. Low total, as you'd expect, at 40 and a half, actually 40 here at Bet MGM. So continues to tick down. Derek, this one should be ugly as well. Uh, it, it's you think under that's one of my first leans here. Two offenses that want to run the ball, probably going to be ugly. This Green Bay offense uh, runs at a, a turtle's pace. So a slow, ugly type game. What are you doing here, New England and Green Bay? I'm taking the fish bet, and I'm locking in Green Bay. I just don't trust Brian Hoyer. Look, uh, the way to beat the Packers is on the ground, but uh, they looked pretty good last week when they stacked the box against Fournette. I think they're going to do the same thing with the Patriots, and I just don't trust – yeah, don't trust the New England's offense right now, and I think Green Bay at home, they're just going to be able to put up some points, and I don't think it'll take much to cover nine and a half. Got a best bet? That's the best bet. I'm joining you, buddy. I, I think it's going to be ugly with Hoyer. I, I know he, he, he's been around the league and he's serviceable and he's all that, but this Green Bay defense is good. Like you said, it's not going to take a lot uh, to outscore, even a, you know, a 20 to 10 type game, 24 to 10. Uh, Green Bay will do enough offensively, I think, to cover this. And I love that it's under 10. At, at 10, yeah. you're feeling a little bit uh, iffy about it. Nine and a half, you, you feel a little bit better. So, Going to join you, going to lock in my third best bet here with Green Bay. Chop, we making it a sweet or you're out, you're out of bullets. Never mind. Are you joining no, us? No, I'm not out of bullets. I'm not out of bullets, man. I got you with five best bets on the board. Five best bets, but I still got a survivor and I'm laying it on Green Bay this week. Right. Oh, yeah. I ain't playing. Give me some playing, of that action too. I ain't playing around with Hold it. Hold on, Green Bay Survivor. Yep. All right. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is this has got to be the easiest. I mean. Don't jinx it now. Knock on wood. <laughs> on paper, this looks like the best opportunity for any particular team to win this week. So uh, I'm going to lay my survivor on Green Bay and just hope other people get too fancy with it. All right, let's go to Sunday Night Football. This one should be fun. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Chiefs traveling down to Tampa Bay. Uh, opened up at minus one. That's where it remains here at BetMGM. It has moved to one and a half in some places. A total has settled in at 45, down from 48 and a half. So I do have a best bet here as well, but I will throw it to Chop. Chiefs coming off a loss to Indy. Tampa Bay coming off a loss at home to Green Bay. Something's got to give here, Chop. What do you got? Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Uh, I have a lean. My lean is Kansas City. And and the main reason why, you know, this is a this is a minus one and a half for KC at Tampa Bay. Well. What if they don't play in Tampa Bay? What if this is a neutral site? I would imagine that that number would go lean more towards Kansas City. So maybe you could get some what the kids call closing line value here. I don't know. Uh, I just, I mean, Tampa Bay just with the injuries and maybe they get some guys back this week. 
with the injuries, they're just not all that great of a team. So uh, I think Kansas City coming off the loss, I'll, I'll lean Kansas City. And and uh, I bet it now while it's nice and low and hope that it got moved to a neutral site in a dome somewhere in the middle America and, and there's no home field advantage. And then all of a sudden, you, you, you know, you felt even better about your bet. It's a great point. Uh, I don't think this thing would move to Tampa Bay under any scenario. Obviously, they're at home, and this is the best line they're going to get. Uh, our thoughts to everybody down in that area, obviously, uh, with that storm approaching. Uh, be safe. Evacuate if you need to. Uh, I'm going best bet here on the Chiefs as well. I just felt strongly about Green Bay being the better team last week. Tampa, without all their weapons, with all of the injuries they're dealing with, uh, Tom Brady looks hesitant to throwing the guys that he doesn't really even want to throw to. I mean, they bring Cole Beasley in, and he's activated two days after being added to the practice squad. It's just not the Tampa Bay team we know. I think Kansas City bounces back in a big way. In fact, Eric, this is a game I wouldn't mind finding them alternate lines. Kansas City could roll Tampa Bay here. I, I still respect that defense, but when it's so low, you're getting nice plus odds on, on Kansas City minus seven all the way up to minus 10. I think Kansas City bounces back big time here. Give me the Chiefs as a best bet. Love the alternate bets here as well. What do you got here, Derek? Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I love the conviction from both of you. I might have to add this to my betting card this week. But uh, my first thoughts were, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's looked uh, like a human the last couple of weeks. And Tom Brady, he's looked like a skeleton for quite some time now. Uh, he just looks bad. The Buccaneers' defense is great. The Buccaneers' offense is terrible. So I would just lean toward the under because they they're going to be in a lot of grinded out type of games this year. All right, let's wrap it up. Monday Night Football, we have the Rams and the Niners. San Francisco sitting at the opening line of minus one and a half total at 42 in this one. Derek, we'll go to you here. Uh, two teams that probably underperformed a little bit. San Francisco got off to a good start in Denver and lays an egg. Rams survive in Arizona. It was not pretty uh, in a 20 to 12 win. So, Monday Night Football, Derek, I still have one bullet left for you. Are you using it here or are you circling back? Rams, Niners, what do you got? This feels like an obvious bounce back spot for the Niners, but I'm going to use my last bullet on the Rams. Uh, Trent Williams is going to be out on the offensive line for San Francisco. When he went out against Denver, uh, that offense just fell apart last week. It didn't help that Jimmy Garoppolo's, you know, running out of the back of his end zone. Um, that was great. That was great. Uh, he had some terrible plays. He was, uh, you know, saying Kyle Shanahan's offense isn't any good. And, you know, at least that's what the lip readers were saying uh, out there on Twitter. But for me, I, I like the the Rams defensive line. And I just think they're the better overall team. So even though, uh, you know, they're on the road, I, I'll take the points. One bullet left for me. I am not going to use it in this game. I'm going to have to circle back. Uh, I got one in mind. In fact, I'm just going to lock in the Lions uh, as my fifth bet. Uh, and the best bets. So we'll recap that here with everyone's best bets So when we're done with this game. I'm with you, Derek. Feels like the Niners should be the play, but I think the Rams are just simply the better team, uh, the, the better coach team. That, that could be an argument. Uh, pretty sharp guys on both sides, uh, according to most. But uh, interesting game here. Chop, Rams, Niners, close us out. What do you got? The uh, Niners offense is terrible. Jimmy Garoppolo's atrocious. As bad as Trey Lance was, he'd probably be better quarterback out there in a walking boot right now than Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo's not good, man. Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it when all those people were wishing Garoppolo would be the starter over Trey Lance. The Rams are a better team. I like I lean towards the Rams here. So that's what I got. The Niners are just a bad offense. 
All right, that'll do it here for week four. Quick recap of the best bets. Chop is rolling with Buffalo, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Browns, and the Cardinals. Noto, Eagles, Panthers, Broncos, Packers, and Rams. I am going with the Vikings, the Falcons, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Lions. And two survivor picks here, both going on Green Bay. Mine is already ripped up and thrown in the trash, so no need to give a survivor pick. But Mine would be Green Bay as well across the board. So thank you again for listening and joining the show. Thank you to our friends over at BetMGM for their fine sponsorship here. Again, promo code GRINDERS for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Take advantage. Get signed up today. Final thoughts, guys. Derek, we'll go to you first. What do you got? Yeah, I'll go with the DFS hot take. I'll say DJ Moore finally breaks out, tops 100 yards, and scores two touchdowns against the Cardinals. Love that. You're going to get very, very low ownership. I mean, he, yeah. he's a guy people are dropping in season-long leagues. It's been that bad. So, uh, love that conviction. Love that hot take. I'm a big DJ Moore fan. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, that comes to fruition. Chop, final thoughts. Week four, what do you got? Along those same lines with what he just said, be, be careful getting falling into the trap of thinking these first three weeks were actually what's going to happen the rest of the year. The guys that are underperforming will eventually – step up their game guys like dj Moore. so be ready to throw some of the some of those numbers out the window this weekend and, and look back at who you really thought was going to be good in the preseason that has underperformed because they're going to step up pretty soon yeah for me that could be elijah moore an ugly game we'll, we'll see what that looks like uh with zach wilson the back under center but should, should find some low ownership spots uh, in dfs this week but thank you again for listening good luck with your bets and your dfs this week for chop for noto i am beer we are the dfs ogs thank you again for listening good luck see you next week